The High Regard Show. It's... It's like when people call, um, like, Atlanta, Hotlanta. I hate that. You do hate Hotlanta. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. So, Nikki, you and I have discussed on various occasions about the fact that there's almost three levels of hell here on Earth. There are, Tom. Three levels of hell right here on Earth. Why don't we tell the listeners what they are? All right. Well, you got your, like, top level of hell, which I would say is probably the country, right? What do you mean the country? Explain Like, yourself. you know, like where you came from. <laughs> where I came from. <laughs> you and Kid Rock and Ted Nugent, like all you dudes, came from, like, the woods, <laughs> level one. Level two hell is suburbia, of course. Well, yeah, cookie-cutter houses and minivans and... Oh, yeah. Like... What and what? You know, like, hey, look at my massive Dodge Durango. Look at my Durango. <laughs> and then, and then you'd have somebody else saying, nope, sorry, man, my Continental ups your Durango. Continental? What is a Continental? Like a Lincoln Continental. I feel like that's a classy car now. Should I say Mercedes. A Lincoln Continental? What the hell? Is that like a town car or something? Yeah, it's like a town car. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of cool, right? Any major city, it's the third level of hell. And we, you know, you go to Ireland, you go to Dublin, that's their third level of hell. You go, like, on the East Coast, you go to Manhattan, you go to Orlando, there's your third level oh of hell. Oh my God, I think Orlando is probably the deepest pit of hell. I don't know, because I feel like we built Disneyland in the middle of New York City now. So if you walk through Times Square, that's no different than walking down Main Street of Disneyland. Mm, I don't agree with that. I mean, it's very commercialized, Times Square, but it's not like... It's not like Disney. Like, there's just something about Disney that's just... Kids. It's the kids. There's boogers. Dirty kids yelling, screaming, crying, strollers... Oh, how is that the happiest place on earth? It smells like diapers. So country level one, level one, mm-hmm. and then you dig a little deeper. Suburbia, suburbia, mm-hmm. and then the deepest pit of hell. Is that what you're saying? So we're going from like countries level one, which is like pretty, just like. Or are you trying to say that country is the worst place? Well, I think for, like, the human psyche, the city is the worst place. Like, I think mentally for people, like, the city is the worst place. To a point. It just turns people off. Like, it's just, like, there's a switch that gets turned off in your head when you live in, like, a big, huge metropolitan area. Because you're just like, I don't care that this disgusting person standing next to me on the subway platform or on the train is leaning on me. Like last yesterday on my way home from work, this guy kept like bopping into me and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Like the train wasn't like jerking around or anything. Well, he was falling asleep and you're just like, well, it happens. Like shit every happens. Day. Literally every day. And you day. deal with it because well, someday that might be you. You might be the person that might pass out on your like late shift home from work or something. So it's just, you put up with so much more, I think, in the city because you just shut yourself off. Yeah, true. There's always a monkey wrench. There's always a monkey wrench. But there's a monkey wrench everywhere. If you live in a different area, your car could get a flat tire. Your, I don't know, inflatable Halloween decoration cannot inflate. and then Or blow away. Yeah, like that giant pumpkin that we saw this past weekend. <laughs> oh, what the hell? I don't know. I think if I had the choice of seeing an escape blimp or an escape pumpkin pumpkin every oh, time. Oh, totally. Because like every a blimp time. is just kind of like a thing that you're just like... You look up, you see it, and you think automatically, who's coming to town? 
who's coming to town. You know who's coming to town, and it's not good. There's no world leader that flies in on a blimp and things are going to work out. Like, it's a bad thing. So if one escapes, it's a problem. Because there's only one thing that you associate blimps with. The Heisenberg or Hindenburg or whatever. Exactly. Heisenberg. Wait, wasn't that that's from Breaking that's from Bad. Breaking Bad? <laughs> yes, the Heisenberg is flying and it's driving out like all and it's sorts of. filled with crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they take over. You see how it works? <laughs> My God, you are just like I'm full of conspiracies tonight. I, yeah, I'm feeling very like. Well, this is what the third level of hell does to you. It makes you a conspiracy theorist. It is. It turns everybody here into Woody Allen. I don't know what that means, so I'm not going to respond to that. You know, just like neurotic, not. Oh, okay. You know, not. Do you know I've never right once in my life seen a Woody Allen movie? You never ain't missing once. anything. If you could just listen to the soundtrack and look at the images, it's fantastic. But then when you realize how what neurotic... if we listen to his movie? Like, what if we put his movie on and then we put the soundtrack of Xanadu on? No way, man. It won't work. It wouldn't line up like Pink no. Floyd. And... <laughs> no, no. And Wizard of Oz. But yeah. Wizard of Oz is trippy. Pink Floyd is trippy. You could see how that would work. Have you ever done that? No. Has anyone ever done that? If you have never, if you have ever done that, email us at highregardshow at gmail.com and tell us what that experience was like. Because I'm dying to know, but I just, I just don't feel like I might have started it once, but. I wouldn't remember anyway. I really don't. Even, I don't know. <laughs> because the whole reason you're doing that is probably not to watch the movie yeah. and listen to an album. <laughs> I can only imagine. I, I'm picturing something along the lines of in the process of trying to set it up, like getting on the floor to reach for a CD or something like that. Like it's on a low shelf, like just crawling over to the entertainment <laughs> center and reaching in. And just kind of like folding over onto my arm and using it as a pillow and gently falling asleep in front of the TV <laughs> set and waking up and being like, did it work? <laughs> Did it work? Like it's supposed to open up? Maybe it's supposed to open up like a portal to like the fifth, or third, fourth level of hell. I don't know, man. It's gonna be a while before we find a fourth level. Maybe the fourth level is that desert island where that moron Tom Hanks was with that volleyball. You hate Tom Hanks. I do hate Tom Hanks, but I can imagine something along those lines where you'd be like, "Oh, all right, maybe a deserted island might be worse than." the country or it might be worse than the city or it might be worse than the suburbs but you know at least you who the hell's going at least you got something pretty to look at but let's go back to level one all right hell, level one that's where you come from country that is where i am a country girl all right so what do people do in level one of hell well i can only speak from my experience as growing up and i really don't remember because I am <laughs> quite old I feel it just like it seems like what I did as a kid is like so far away like I remember having like a really good childhood like I grew up in the middle of nowhere had a pond in the backyard woods that I wandered through you know we had a quad like I didn't even have a bike until I was like 12 years old did you ever get lost in the woods I got lost in a cornfield once <laughs> See, but I feel like cornfield, you could just go in one direction and you're eventually going to get out. But the woods could be so deep, it could take days for you to get out if you no, go in the wrong I direction. No, I never, because, like, the where where I grew up, like, where we lived, the woods, you would reach a road eventually. Like, the road, like, there was a road, like, half a mile away to one way, and then maybe, like, a mile and a half the other way. So, like, I never knew, like, I always have a very good sense of direction. Hmm. All right. I'm the one that gets you out of Central Park when you get lost. I do get lost in Central Park a lot. And that's just like a park. Not in a north city. south, just east west, man. Yeah, you I get s- all confabulated. There's a spot where it's a knot. Like all the trails like turn into a knot, like a cartoon. And you're just booking down a trail and next thing you know, you're like, I know I'm on the west side. I could see like you know, like Museum of Natural History, everything's cool. And then within a few blocks you look over and you're like, How the hell did I get on the east side? Maybe it's because I grew up having to forage my way through the forest. Were you like tracker people, like those Alaskan bush people? <laughs> no. Did you like run up trees like that kid bear? Like, no, just... but I really did. I loved climbing trees when I was a kid. Sting it. I thing. did love climbing it's trees. My brother and I used to like make this. He would make this harness out of like this like pastel colored nylon rope, and he would climb up the tree, and I would be tied to this like nylon rope, and he would like pull me up and I would just be like okay like whatever it's and like, then like we'd climb up walls and stuff like, or like you know um 
yeah, like a stone wall. Like we'd climb up like these really high stone wall and he would like have a dog leash around my waist. Honestly, like I, I think that has to count as like the ninth way he tried to kill me when I was a kid. Hmm. Interesting. Because I'm just thinking like you guys were the Pennsylvania version of Cirque du Soleil. Like you literally just we described were, the yeah. <laughs> Like the neighbors would all come out of their barns and shit. Bringing down soap and neighbors. fudge. Shut up. Because they make soap and fudge your neighbors. I'm not Amish, nor do I live anywhere near where Amish we people are. We go over are. this all the time. All the time. Why don't you know? This is your version of Why like my ghost know? stories. Like you've got to like no slow your roll, man. <laughs> like seriously, man. It's ridiculous. Were the hats hot? What hats? Did you have to wear like a bonnet? No, I didn't have to wear a bonnet. I mean, when I was young and it was Easter Sunday, but that was it. There you have it. Once a year, not like a daily. I never churned butter. That's how it all starts. The next thing you know, you're out there making soap, putting up roofs, everybody lending a hand, (laughs) hitting a nail in with a rock, whatever it is. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. What did... Tell me, what does one do as a child on Long Island? Oh, man. That's the second level of hell. I feel like it's... Suburbia is the second level of hell. Suburbia is totally the second level of hell. digging deeper. You know, it's weird, man. Growing up, it was a lot different. In the beginning, we were in an urban, suburban area, if you know what I mean. Urban. Urban, suburban. Got it. All right. Does everybody out there got it? Hashtag urban suburban high regard show. This is not Tom being a racist again, just so that you know, because I know you love to say that, like, you know, when you're on, you really come across as kind of racist, and I'm not coming across as racist. I'm, okay, I'm just we get saying it. That, like, it was you really lived in a urban, suburban, suburban area. Urburbia is where you lived. Yes. I was one of three Caucasian people, since we're speaking in technical terms, you see, in my school. So in the beginning, of my memories of suburbia, most of it was about getting my ass kicked. Right. For being that white kid. For being that white kid, yes. Because, you know, my grandfather did something wrong. Great-grandfather. Or so I was told every time I get my ass kicked. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along. So anyway, it winds up being that those days weren't so great. But once we moved, and it was more leveled out where, Mm -hmm. you know, I was accepted... It was actually kind of cool because we did crazy things like play Happy Days. Wait, what? Happy Days. The TV what do you show. mean you played Happy Days? You don't play TV show games like growing up as a kid? You didn't have that in Pennsylvania? It wasn't advanced enough? They didn't have cable? What happened? <laughs> we didn't have cable for quite some years. <laughs> but... But, was it just one one lethal weapon DVD that you guys just was, kept putting in over and over? Actually, it was Smoking the Bandit, Of course you dick. it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, see? Okay. Like, my friend my friend and I actually did, um, we did play a game, like a TV show game. Well, how, how did you play your game? Well, it was Kids Incorporated, which was like this kids talent show, I guess, kind of. But Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas was on it. And she played, she was Stacy, and I wanted to be Stacy so bad because she was just so fashionable and she was so cool. And, like, they just had this, like, one song, and it was, like, Kids Incorporated. And my friend and I would, like, just pretend that we were on that stage and like my grandmother's house had like a long like slate sidewalk and we would just pretend that that was a runway and we would just like strut down at singing kids incorporated for like the whole world to see (laughs) and this is what happens in the country it wasn't even in the country that was in a neighborhood it was it was it was suburbia it wasn't suburban yeah urban suburbia it wasn't urban suburbia it was straight up vanilla suburbia well this is where i am now i'm in the same situation okay, so now i'm in just straight plain up. old regular vanilla suburbia all right so tell me about this happy days game all right happy days was just like you would watch the show you know the characters mm-hmm. hey Happy birthday to Henry Winkler, by the way. Oh, yeah, today, right? Well, it's Saturday. Or, yeah, Friday, Friday. We're recording on Friday. 
So, yeah, you right. know, today we release the shows on Monday with editing and all. So uh, today is actually Henry Winkler's birthday. So why don't we say happy belated birthday, Mr. Winkler? Or Barry Zuckercorn. Or Barry Zuckercorn. To the seas! <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, back then, we would watch the show. We would know all the characters. Happy days. Happy days, exactly. And it would just be like a bunch of stupid little kids getting together in a yard. And some of us would have bikes, and some of us wouldn't have bikes. Did you play Kick the Can? No. no I'm, not, I'm not 80. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, go on. So, what would happen is these guys would all, like, meet up at one person's house, and they'd be, well, what do you want to do? You want to play a game? Well, what game do you want to play? And then we'd fight over what game, and then find, oh, you guys want, you want to play, like, Happy Days? Be like, all right. And then, as soon as they, somebody suggests it, Everybody raised their hand and says what? I want to be Fonzie. Of Ay. course. Of course. You don't even know the game and you know the rules already. Now, was this like a thing that like other people played or was this just like the you and your f- weird little friends? I don't know, man. I just assumed it was everybody. It's kind of like, you know. <laughs> like if there's this like. If it's me, everybody must be doing it. And like so... I've heard of like, you know, hide and seek and like what else do like no, kids no, no. like we tag? Did, and... We played hide and seek sometimes and tag would always end in a fight or somebody getting beat up. Like or... I hate games where I'm being chased. I hate Oh, games. God. Oh, my God. Get on with your like never ending story about happy days. <laughs> well, well, what happens, we would just go and my my strategy was usually to just be like when everybody would say Fonz, I'd be like, Richie. Because I know Richie's a good backup, yeah. Well, that's it, and I know he's, the, I he's technically like the main character, in, right? And I got a, I got a one in five chance of you know of being the Fonz. Did anybody ever want to be Potsy or Ralph Mouth? Ralph was usually choice number three. Cause here's how it would work out. Ralph I, is the redhead, right? Ralph is the redhead. Okay. So here's what it would work out as. They would say, "Let's play Happy Days." Everybody would scream Fonz. I would scream Richie. Those three guys would fight it out. To find out who is going to be the Fonz. One kid would win Fonz. Now the other two had a fight for who is going to be Ralph and who is going to be Potsy. And you would think that that would just be interchangeable. Cause who gives a shit? Exactly. But nobody wanted to be Potsy. Because if you were Potsy during the weekend playing Happy Days, <laughs> the whole week in school you'd walk by the person. And people would yell Potsy. They'd be like, you Potsy. Like, <laughs> you nobody potsy. wanted to be the Potsy. <laughs> nobody wanted to be the I Potsy. I thought Ralph Mouth was worse. Like, probably because you he would was think like a he ginger. Would be. You would think that he would be, but I think it's just the name Potsy. And I don't know why, but everybody was just so offended by the word Potsy. Like, it would lead to, like, fist fights. Like, if you kept what calling somebody Chachi? Potsy. What about Chachi? Did anybody want to be Chachi? Yeah, Chachi was a non-entity. How could, Ch- How could Chachi be a non-entity? Because now it's just Chachi and a bunch of dudes. It's not Chachi chasing the girl, because that would make sense. But what girl is going to hang out with a bunch of guys that are playing Happy Days in the first place. Exa- yeah, I mean, that's a good point. So we're it sounds never like going to have a game. Joni. We're never going to have a Joni, which means we're never going to have a need for a Chachi. Did anybody ever want to be, like, the dad? There was one couple... Well, maybe, like, a couple of times there was, like, kids that would just automatically... Because people started catching on, like, oh, they, I got the Richie thing. But I would, mm. nobody would ever challenge the Richie. Like, nobody wanted to be... It was so weird that nobody Why? wanted to be Why? Why do you think, like, people didn't want to be Richie? Richie's... Well, I mean, I don't remember a lot of the show, but, like... You see, we you know watched now... watched it for the Fonz. We all know that. So you got, like, the Fonz who's cool. Then you got, like, you know, let's say Ralph Mouth who's funny. Mm-hmm. And then you got Potsy who's just, like... He's there to round it out. You need a brunette. Exactly. And you don't think of Richie because he's just a person, basically, that's just popping up in scenes. But the show's not always about him. It's usually about something the Fonz does or Ralph got in trouble or Potsy did something stupid at Inspiration Point. Now there's a crime scene. (laughs) I don't know if that is... That's the Potsy. Okay. All right. So tell me about playing this game. Like, what... So we would just be like, oh, hey, we're like in this, you know... And we're in a diner. And would you just quote the, the show, or would you just make up your story? It would start off. It would start off with quotes, and we would try to use lines from the show. And when we did, we'd, like, point it out. Like, hey, remember that time that was from that that one where the Melanchi Crunch happened? And... Where the what? Melanchi Crunch. 
What the hell's a Melanchi Crunch? You know, the Melanchi Brothers. We did have a show. We did have, like, one game where we fought to be the Melanchi Brothers. I don't know. Who, who are the Melanchi Brothers? They used to drive, like, the, uh, what is it? The, the, um... The beer truck? Was it a the, beer truck? No, 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 no. Melanchi Brothers used to be Demolition Derby guys. On the show? On the show. There was, like, one particular show. It's very, very outstanding. And what <laughs> happens very, is... very, very ...is that the Fonz is driving a demolition car... And the Melanchi Crunch is when your car stalls out, and the Melanchi brothers would line you up from either side. And, and then crunch into you crunch and try to kill you. you. Yep. Through the driver's door and the passenger door and just break the car in half. But somehow I bet the Fonz got out. Of course he got out. The Fonz dies, the show's over. Everybody knows that. Even if Richie's the main character, everybody, I'm not watching that Fonz. gone. Would you? Would you watch it? No. So anyway, I remember loving the shark episode when I was a kid. That was the end of it. I know. That was <laughs> that started a whole movement. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much the thing. But we would just basically say, you know, like, oh, this is our scenario, and then I guess in a way it was kind of like improv, and we would act out like whatever scene somebody would throw out, and we would just. Play like, as whose the line characters. is it anyway? Happy Days Edition. Pretty much. And we would just keep going. And the game would just keep rolling. It would be kind of awesome. And then all of a sudden, we'd get to a point where it was like, all right, Fonz is going to get on his motorcycle, and we're going to get in our car and drive away. And we would all jump on our bicycles, and it would always be one kid who didn't have a bike. <laughs> and he would blow a fit, because we would just like leave him in whatever yard we were in, and just all just drive away on our bikes and just leave this kid in the dust. That is very weird. Like, that's just a very weird game. Well, I mean, suburbia. Second level of hell. <laughs> right? Like, it bothers me that, like, I can't think of, like, things that, like, other things that I used to do. Did you have a shark show? No, I didn't have a shark show. We had shark shows. And it... you call me a hillbilly. Like, some of the shit that you're talking about right now Wait a is minute. just, like... How is a shark show a hillbilly thing? Like, it's just a weird thing. Like, it... Listen, man. A shark show. Long like, what do you Island, mean? The it... people of Long Island are seafaring people. That is nothing to be ashamed of. And there's of. nothing... No, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I would give anything to be, like, a captain of a ship. See? I would love that to there's be on the difference. sea. I love that because I grew up inland. So, I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. I'm an inlander. Yes. But when you say shark show... Yeah. I'm kind of, like, I really, 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 and please, PETA, and vegans, and animal lovers, I love animals just as much as the next guy, except for snakes. Fuck snakes, they should all die. But I am picturing, like, an amphitheater on the sea, and just sharks doing tricks like killer whales do in SeaWorld. Or like dolphins in SeaWorld. You know what? Is it like that? Please tell me it's like that. That would be awesome. It's not like that. But when you were explaining it, before you got to the end of your sentence, I was imagining an amphitheater. Because you know what an amphitheater is? Yeah, that's what I just said. Like a theater, yeah. I'm I, when you said that, I was picturing them, picturing them on stage. <laughs> like with strings, like marionettes. Like, hello, my baby. Hello, yeah, my baby. Yeah, and they darling. come out and somebody has like puts a little top <laughs> a little... hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just doffed my cap at Tom for those of you who can't see me, which is all of you. There's like six guys with two by fours making them dance like from the rafters above and stuff. That would be awesome. It but wouldn't so... work. It would just tear right out. That's well, the yeah, gross I mean, reality obviously, of it. Yeah, I mean, like. Once you get reinforcements. Unless it makes me kind of want to build it now. <laughs> Get me a shark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shark show, basically, what in the reality of it was, fishermen would go out and they would go shark hunting like this one time a year. And we lived a block away so from the marina. So wait a minute. So, okay, so Pennsylvania had deer hunting season. But you had a shark hunting season? But not everybody can go out and hunt sharks. Like, did you have to have a special license or something? Yeah, you had to have a special license and a boat, and you had to, like, have, like, equipment in order to catch a shark and bring him back in the shore. It was, like, a big deal. Like, Pennsylvania, you could walk into, like, a Walmart and say, hey, give me a shotgun. I feel like going, like, shooting a deer today. Oh, <laughs> here's, here's your rifle. You just have to, you know, give me 35 bucks for the permit. Okay, see you later. Go and shooting. A shark show is a little different than that. You still have to get a deer license. Like, you have to, like... But anybody can get a deer license. Well, I'm sure that's true, but... I feel like 
I know kids can get deer licenses for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, you have to they be like a, from school. You have to be. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so weird to me to find out that like you didn't get that like certain Monday off in November, and I was like, "But it's hunting season." And I was like, "No, it's like this holiday, or it's not a holiday at all." And I'm like, "Huh." I found it weird, not that you had hunting season, but that you didn't have Martin Luther King's birthday off. <laughs> <laughs> I think we. You did not. You did not. Because I was amazed coming from New York where that was like we would celebrate the whole month of February for Martin Luther King's birthday because New York is very (laughs) multicultural. Well, sure it is. It's a melting pot. Right. Then you go to, you know, the first level of hell where I guess like that's where (laughs) the oil and vinegar separates somehow. (laughs) And you look at it and you're like going, okay, well... How do you not have Martin Luther King's birthday off, but you have a hunting day off? It's so bizarre. I don't even remember that. Like, I honestly don't remember. And the first day of hunting season would say, first day of hunting season. It would, yeah. yeah. Like, that's so okay, weird. So that's did a yours, holiday. Did yours say, like, first day of shark fishing season? No, 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 no. It wasn't anything like that because it would just be a you know, select group of fishermen that would go out on their boats. What was the criteria, do you know? I'm not sure. I mean, granted, I was young at the time. Okay. Like, fine. very young. Okay, at the time. okay, okay, fine. So they go out and they hunt down these sharks. What kind of sharks? Like, great whites? That's bullshit. Whatever kind of sharks they can find. That was the only criteria, was bring back a shark. So you can get whatever kind of shark you can catch in within, like, a week's time or whatever. I have always loved sharks. Uh, I know. but I mean, as you know... learned last week in the thing, in, um, you know, in episode three four in episode four <laughs> they're all i was running. like wait a minute what are we talking about wait, who is, it? is this the ghost face killer or the actual ghost <laughs> i'm not shark. sure which this one is this shark. is the shark okay this is the shark yeah i love sharks like there's just they're so majestic and prehistoric like not when they come in on a fishing boat yeah let's like so so the deal was they would carry them off and and they would have them like basically like on a tow truck hitch on a boat basically hanging when they'd come back in. Hanging would be a chain oh wrapped around God. a tail of the shark. I don't want to hear anymore. Well, they'd bring in these sharks. And when they bring the sharks in, they would, you know, weigh them, see how much they weigh, and there would be a prize for that. And they would see how long they are to be a prize for what that. What was the longest that you saw? Um, but did you see a great white? I can't remember. Who took you to this? I would just go. You would just go by yourself to the shark show. It was literally a block away. And it wasn't like you had to pay for tickets. You just went down to the marina and it was like kind of a thing amongst the fishermen themselves that would do this. So were you a fisherman? Was someone in your family a fisherman? Like, why were you there? Because I lived a block away from the water. And you just heard about this in your Happy Days games? Well, yeah, man. Like when like you're Fonzie around, would say, come would on say... down to the shark show. I'm going to jump a shark. Holy shit. Is this because it <laughs> did that whole thing come from you? No, but I feel like we could have made a really good episode out of that. Like, at the <laughs> shark show. Uh, that would have been pretty good. Tom's awesome. friends from this era, if you're listening, <laughs> it's an open invitation. If you're looking for friends from that era, they don't exist. But... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so here we are at the shark show thing. The last thing that they would do is they would hang these things up. They would cut them and see what comes out. Because what – all right, before anybody freaks out and says this is so inhumane. Right, this is like 100 years ago. Think of it this way. During the shark show, the whole point of the shark show was it was shark season for a lot of the fish stores. So they would put on this shark show thing and give out awards, even though at the end of the day – all they were going to do is cut these sharks up and then sell it in seafood stores anyway. The only difference is they added in one more step to say, hey, listen, these this is the kind of things that happen out in the ocean. Right. So it was kind of like an educational thing in a very crude way because they, back then not like, things were cruder. It's right, just of what course. It is. It's, yeah, that's, that's how it is. And I mean, like, our, our local paper... <laughs> Here comes the Tom comment, but like our local paper would put pictures in of people with like their bloody fucking deer in the back of their truck holding up like this eight point buck with like, "Eh, look at this, I'm 11 and I got my first eight point buck. Which is disgusting. Like, oh my God. Wearing that Confederate flag t shirt. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hanging in the back window of their truck. Yeah. And their caterpillar caps. <laughs> <laughs> and Carhartt. I always wanted a Carhartt jacket, though. <laughs> Very oh, warm. Oh, man. So, ba- okay. So, you would go to these this shark show and you would be completely alone. Like, how old were you? 
Oh, man, like not super old, like maybe nine, ten. So you would go and you would see the shark get cut open. Yeah, I mean. Would you be like right up front? Like how? how right up front. Disgusting. Every time. Disgusting. Why? It was gross. The smell was gross. Just the sound of it was gross. Oh. Seeing everything spill out I'm, was like, gross. Because like everything just went like plop. Like it just oh, yeah, plopped just, out. It That's spills. Disgusting. It basically just spills. What was the craziest thing that you saw come out of a shark? A tire. An entire tire. An entire tire. And it wasn't even chewed. That's the crazy thing, man. Well, but yeah. These things have so many teeth. And it will just like... A, a it just l- swallows. Tons of license plates. Crazy. Like, it seems like every shark has to have a license plate in it if it wants to, like, move about the ocean. Maybe that's their, like... Maybe that's, like, their system of, like... <laughs> Transportation. Yeah, this is where I'm from. I'm from <laughs> I need Maine. Some new, I need some new plates. I'm going to go up above and get me some. <laughs> But they used to always have license plates in them, and it was so weird because they would fall out. How and... does a license plate get in the middle of the ocean? I don't know. I don't know. But but here's the weird thing. And who doesn't like who throws out a license plate? Everybody that I've ever known in my life always kept their old license plate in their garage. Well, that's like you hang it up on the wall of your garage. It, well, here's the thing: they used to actually go and when they pulled these license plates out of the sharks, the fishermen would have first dibs. If they wanted to take it, they can take it. And if they didn't want to take it, then they would just go and say, I don't want it. And then they would sell the stuff that fell out of the shark. Ew. And people would buy it. Like how much are we talking? Not a lot. That's I mean, it would disgusting. just be like a couple of bucks. Like maybe it would be like 5 or $10 for a license plate that came out of a shark. And in the back of it, they would write, this was inside of whatever. And this was the like size the length and, and stuff like and that. Stuff like that of the shark. Yeah. So basically, it would be like when you get a deer and then like you hang it on your wall. Like you go to the taxidermist and you get it like... Like, that was your prize for going to see a shark show. They didn't let anything go to waste. So they chopped everything up, and even down to the jaws, which they would boil in big vats of water right there. to, like, whiten them, yeah. And you could buy the jaws there. And some of them were huge. Oh, they are so big, yeah. And that was, like... That was the prize that you wanted. But those were a couple of hundred bucks. I mean... So was this like an all-day event? Because like it seems like it hours, would take a long time to like... Hours. Cut down a shark. Like, oh, that's yeah. That's nasty. Yeah. It would be like literally hours. And, um, you know, you would just go and you would just like watch all the stuff spill out. And, I mean, that's what you do in suburbia, not the country. But like that's suburbia on Long Island. Suburbia in Pennsylvania is a lot different from that. Well, that's country. That's level one. It's house. not country Rubio's though. Too. Like, how many neighbors did you have? Okay, but where I grew up is different because I did live in the country. But my friends, there were suburban areas that lived in developments that had parks and roads that were paved. Plumbing. Plumbing. We had plumbing. Shut up. Mm, all right, well. It's exactly the same. Like, it is a completely parallel universe. Instead of deer hunting, it's a shark. Instead of happy days, it's... You mean to tell me... <laughs> Don't put your hands deer on your hunting, Deer hunting is the same as shark hunting. But it's still... No, because, like, there's way less sharks. If you had a shotgun and went in the water... You wouldn't even make a dent in a shark. You would I just would shake totally it off. go into the water. I would totally go into a shark tank. I would. Like a shark, like, you know, a steel cage. Like, I would totally do that. Would you not be in a cage and just walk up to a shark and pet him? I would love to. I would, would love to pet it? him right on the nose. As he was coming straight for you, would oh, you do Oh, shit, it? no. Like, I would never be in open water with a shark. No fucking oh, way. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you no, but... feed a shark by hand? I might, if it was like a controlled environment. No, no, no. I'm saying you're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You're eating a chicken sandwich, let's say. <laughs> I'm just floating <laughs> in the middle of the ocean, eating a chicken sandwich. You're on like a you're on like an inner tube. Let's say you have a rum ham. <laughs> rum ham. <laughs> right? And you're just floating along, and you see a shark. Would you jump out of the inner tube into Never. the ocean no. and just hold your hand out? No. With a chicken sandwich in no. it. No. Letting a shark just no, absolutely not. Just, just gently take it off. Absolutely not. Would you take a handful of, let's say, bird seed and feed it to a deer? Because deer love bird seed, apparently. Do th- they do? Would you do that, though? I probably would, yeah. Would you get a handful of oats and give it to a deer? You know, I had a situation with a deer once. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something that happens in suburbia all the time. <laughs> no, it was my parents took me to a petting zoo. Mm. And... 
like, it was, like, some weird, I don't even know, we were on, like, some family vacation, and, like, my brother and my dad were, like, somewhere, and I wanted to go into, like, the petting zoo, and there were, like, goats and deer and shit, and there were, like, a ton of deer, like, in this, like, pen. So my mom, like, they had, like, the thing, and you put the quarter in, and you get the food, and it comes out of, like, the container and stuff, and, like, I go in there, and all of a sudden, like, I was, like, a little, little kid, like, I had to be, like, under five, I'm standing there and I'm just holding my hand out and I just have all this stuff because I didn't know what to do. My mom's like, oh, ha, ha, look at the deer and blah, blah, And like, meanwhile, my dad is taking pictures because he just like loved doing that. And like, there's me and my mom. And then all of a sudden, my mom is there and I completely disappear because all these deer of like varying sizes are now like trying to get at me. Yep, to that's get what my, happens. My food. And my mom had to like pick me up and like hoist me over her head and like the deer were like nipping at me and I was like ah but like my hands were clenched so I still had the food so they were like (laughs) still after me they were not going without a fight they wanted that food and my mom's like throw it let it go let it go it's a quarter man well I didn't know I was like what the fuck are all these deer doing to me oh my god yep my point is that you would feed a pack of deer, you ain't even going to feed a chicken sandwich to a single shark. So deer hunting and shark hunting, but not I'm the same. But I'm still saying, like, you had a thing. Like, there was, like, a regional thing. A regional thing that was happening. It'd be like bear wrestling. <laughs> Where in the world do they wrestle bears? I've seen it. They do it in Russia. Where ha- You've seen it with your own eyes. Well, I, know, I didn't see it with my own eyes, but I've Where seen, did you see I've it, seen the writing that says that they've done it. They do it in circuses and stuff like that. I feel like that's a myth. Like, that's like a Paul Bunyan myth. I'm willing to bet you anything. People were dumb <laughs> enough to wrestle bears. Like, in Russia. Russians whatever. are bear There's hunters. There's not a lot going on. They probably just wanted some warmth, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> They're just like, if I could just... Like... I'm going to wrestle this bear and then crawl inside it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the old Luke Skywalker I feel move. like Putin might make that a thing. <laughs> just him wrestling bears. That'll be the next set of he pictures totally to leak wins. out of Russia. It'll be, it'll be like him, like... I feel like there's probably a meme of that already. <laughs> and if not, trademarked it. Thank you. <laughs> he somehow just has those rip-away pants, and underneath it is just like, you know, this whole wrestling garb. <laughs> that would be awesome. But I feel like that would be more higher. That would be higher than, let's say, Shark Show. Wrestling a bear? What? Oh, my God. Yeah, because the thing about Shark Show is even though it's dangerous, I mean, you're still on the boat. You have equipment. You know, you're, like, casting out lines Not and if pulling your boat in. is smaller than the shark. Yeah, but that that's the movie. But you know what I mean. Like, you have you have utensils to help you. If you're wrestling a bear, what do you got? Your what can, wits. What can you hide in your wrestling trunks that is going to be a, any match for a bear? I'm picturing, like, a guy in, like, a flannel and, like... You know, engineer boots, and like he's just, and he's got like that, like, what do you call that mustache that like twirls? Cal Clutterbuck mustache? Yeah. Like, I'm picturing Cal Clutterbuck from the New York Islanders wrestling a bear. Like, that's what I would like to picture, and I would totally sanction anything that has Cal Clutterbuck fighting a bear. And then just talking shit to the bear the whole time, and the bear just looking at him like, (laughs) that's kind of hurtful, man. Anyway, that was Your a hockey reference. Harry. That was that was a bit of a hockey reference there. No, I was I'm picturing I think these guys used to wear like, you know, those unitards. Mm, like like those black and white like swimming unitard kind yeah, of things. Yeah, like those like, old weightlifting yeah, guys yeah, have yeah, like those big what, okay. barbells like just out there. I mean, same mustache and everything and probably greased hair like, I you know, think... parted to the side and Yeah. You're just in a unitard and you're just rolling around you know with what a bear. I'm picturing I'm picturing like there's some record label that I used to get stuff from, and I think that that was their logo, like a guy who looked like Cal Clutterbuck fighting a bear. See? Yeah, and I was now like, you know that's, where thing, it came. Right? that's a thing, okay. Uh, okay so, so... so wrestling a bear would be top, then shark second. Deer might as well be down with owl hunting. <laughs> what? Like, like, I just feel well, like... I feel like you're pulling like hunting things out of your ass. I'm sure people hunt owls, but I feel like an owl <laughs> is a predator of the sky. Like he'll, like owl will mess owl you will up, fuck man. You up, yeah. Like that's no lie. An owl really will go crazy on you. I had a situation with an owl once, to be honest with you. 
There's always like some situation where it's some weird my barn mom. fairy animal. It's like oh, an old old barn owl. Oh, really? An owl? Who would have guessed that would have happened? Tell us what happened in your suburbia. <laughs> I didn't say that I grew up. I totally, I totally grew up in the country, but there were suburban areas, is what I'm saying. Like Pennsylvania is not just like a hick town. We have Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, which yes, that's I mean the first towns. one I wouldn't okay. be too proud of, but like <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're right. Anyway, you're right. anyway, my mom is like ever since we moved into this house when I was a little kid, like when we moved to this like country house. She has always been interested in, like, the animals that live around us. Like, she would be out, like, I mean, there was a year, years later after we moved in, that she got, like, all she wanted for Christmas was night vision goggles. Because she wanted to see what was walking around outside. Because we used to walk our dog at night. And, like, there's no streetlights. There's nothing. And he, like, had to be walked, like forever for him to like go to the bathroom so like she was like i want night vision glasses because i want to see what's going on around me and i'm like first of all that's just fucked up because why would you want to see what's coming at you you don't want to know no i'd rather like i would never take flashlights i'd never do anything because i'm like if you're gonna get me you're gonna get me but my mom became this like amateur birder like she is like saint francis of assisi like she'll go out and put her bird seat out and like birds will fly to her and like sit on her shoulders it's like the it's the freakiest thing does she sing the sound of music while this is happening you know what she probably does like I'm to be honest with you. i mean like I she probably it. does yep. because like there was this like very feral disgusting cat that used to Ugh. come around you remember its name was miss kitty until like she had it for like three months or something and it rolled over and she saw that it was a man so they called him mr kitty because it was like after some Bonanza character or something because my dad loved Bonanza. But this cat was just nasty. Like, it was a nasty-ass cat. <laughs> Your suburban dad was loving Bonanza, did he? He did, yeah. All right. Anyway. And she would, like, sing to this fucking cat. Like, I used to call him Satan Cat because he would just hiss at everybody. Like, I mean, she tamed this feral cat. So, like, she totally has this, like, animal touch, right? But... She's not very technically sound. So she's always like, when I would go there, she'd be like, oh, take a picture of my flowers. Take a picture, like, of Mr. Kitty. And I'm like... Why did you have to take a picture? Because she's... I just said, she's not very technologically sound. So she's like... She couldn't just take a picture with her phone? She doesn't have a cell phone, see? I know. (laughs) (laughs) And every time she tells me now, like, oh, I have something that's really pretty. Or like, oh, my... You know, whatever that one flower that she has, like, blooms. She's like, oh, it has a bloom. And I'm like, send me a picture on your phone. And then, like... she goes, stop being snide, but that's fine. But so she's like, Nikki. And I'm like, what mom? She goes, I need you to come outside. And I'm like, <sighs> and so she's like, I ha- come out to the mailbox and like, I'm talking as I often do. And she's like, shh, shh. So we go out onto the road and we go to the mailbox and sitting in the bush next to the mailbox is like the biggest owl I've ever seen in my life. They get to be so big. It is so big and it is just straight up evil looking and she goes i want you to get in close and take a picture and i'm like i'm like are you fucking nuts mom like seriously are you nuts and she goes you can get in like you you got a good phone like just get in there and take a picture and then i want you to print it for me and i'm like I am not getting close. Like, it looks pure evil. Oh, yeah. They look creepy, man. So we're standing there, and, like, I take a step, and it's just dead. Like, we are just eyes locked. And then I'm like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like – because, like, there's no way. Like, like, it's going to fly, and I'm not going to have time to react and protect my, like, face or anything. So she goes – go okay and I'm like all right I got it and I show her the picture she's like well why don't you get one from like this angle so I go and like you know they can turn their heads around and shit completely completely around so he just like start he just turns his head and I'm like "I I don't like this like I don't like this at all and then like she made me get within like three feet of this fucking thing no way man and I was and I'm doing it and I'm like what the hell am I doing and she's like you're fine you're fine because like you'll be able to hear his wingspan or something before like you'll be able to react before he before lifts he off kills you before he carries you away you'll hear his wingspan <laughs> so how does that make you feel are you feeling better knowing that he's not gonna get completely up on you yes and then next thing you know, you'll look down and you'll be like just I won't floating be able over to the see mountains of Pennsylvania with you'll my be in eyes. The clouds, <laughs> like Flash Gordon. 
So that was my owl story. That was a good one, though. I liked it. What other woodland creatures do you want to know about? <laughs> well, we could talk about now the third level of hell woodland creatures, which would be rats. Yeah, rats. Do the rats bother you? You know, I'm not a fan. I mean, like, we've had m- mice. mice. We had mice. <laughs> like, no, mices, it was mice. Mices. It's... But, like, every, every place here has mice, you know? I don't think it was, you know... Laurel. I think we had a singular one that really wasn't even from And I don't here. like it. And I don't like it. And, you know, I wanted I wanted the thing dead. Like, I'll say it. Hate me if you want. But, like, I don't want something that, like, took down an entire country. But, you listen. In man. my house, walking on my counters that I serve food on and things. Like, but, that's nasty. But here's the thing. Nasty-ass rat. In Pennsylvania, there's always mice running in and out of houses. Different ones. Not always the same ones. Different ones. Because there's a lot. There's a huge mouse population. We have more of a, a rat huge... problem here a than huge... a mouse problem. Wait a minute. I have never heard of Pennsylvania's huge mouse population. I don't know anybody that lives in Pennsylvania that has not had a mouse. I had a... My parents have lived in, this, in their house since 1983. And how many mice did they catch? Two. And they were See? right after we... We built the house and like everything was up. It was like like the house wasn't even finished and there were mice in the house. That was it because they were in there like while we were building this mouse thing. Like you have such a like weird view of Pennsylvania. And like I hate Pennsylvania, but like I'm allowed to because I'm from there. So it really pisses me off when you I, say that you hate Pennsylvania. I lived in Pennsylvania for 10 years. Oh, I know because you never fail to complain about That's it. That's 25% of my life. I like Pennsylvania. But not as much as I like the city. Well, obviously. I like Long Island probably as much as I like Pennsylvania. I would say that they're both equal. See, I love Long Island. I feel like Long Island's tied for second place with Pennsylvania. I wouldn't want to live in Long Island because it is a bitch to get in. Like, it's just too much. (sighs) It's harder to get out, I feel like. I feel like you can get in, but once you're in, to get no, out I of just there, mean like travel. Wise. Yeah, that's like... what I mean. I feel like getting out there, it's kind of like, all right, because you're maybe like decompressing on like the train out to Long Island. But as you're turning around and coming back to the third level of hell, you're starting to get amped up again because you know what's waiting for you at Penn Station a bunch of morons. Yes, because Penn Station is definitely a level of hell all of its own. Yeah, that, and even worse than that, would be Port Authority. Oh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about Port Authority. Oh, my God, it just smells like homeless diapers. God. Nasty. Well, that's what it is, man. But here in the city, we have a different set of things. Maybe a couple of mice. Never going to see a deer running around the city. Right? Although there's something like wasn't didn't something happen like didn't something get loose? Oh, it was a kangaroo in Staten Island. Never that mind. was recently, <laughs> and here up in Harlem a few years back there was that lion tiger. It was a, a tiger. tiger, the Harlem tiger. The Harlem tiger. The Harlem tiger. That's insane. Can you imagine like just living next to something like you don't know? And that's the thing. Like in the city, nobody wants to know anybody, and that's kind of a draw. But it's kind of a drawback. Going over your list, I would say the nicest people, definitely 100%, were in Pennsylvania. Long Island, it's all about the competition. Who has the bigger pool? Who has the best cut hedges? Who has, like, the most manicured lawn? Yeah. Nicest car? I mean, and it's like that in Pennsylvania, too. Like, definitely. Not as much, though. Not because I think maybe because people are so much more spread out that it's harder to be True, like that. So yeah. then people kind of can lay off a little yeah. bit and be like, you know. Like, it's not the norm, yeah. And but it's like... harder, man. Like, life in Pennsylvania is harder because there's not a lot of high-paying jobs in Pennsylvania. Like, nobody's True, yeah. going out and making, you know, well over $100,000 a year. You know, and then you got dual income, and you're looking at like two hundred thousand dollars a year, and you can go out and buy a new car every two years. Yeah. And you can In Long Island, you can because you're close to yeah. the city. Yeah. And these people, you know, they get that money, and instead of like banking it, I feel like a lot, a lot of people go and they'll just foolishly spend it. So at the end of the day, the people in Long Island are just as broke as the people in Pennsylvania. They just have more shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, the only difference. Yeah. But. The people here. You can't tell what anybody has. You don't know what you anybody has. It's all behind closed doors. You can smell it sometimes. 
once in a while you walk into these apartment buildings all over the city. Like, you can even just be walking past apartment mm-hmm. buildings, especially this time of year, like in the fall when people have their windows open. They could be cooking people. <laughs> and you wouldn't even know. You would. It could be meth. It could be a person. It could be pork chops. It could be anything. <laughs> once you're in your apartment, you can't really smell. It's very rare, but... That, like, you smell what people are cooking. But then your other senses kick in, and you can hear, which oh, is a lot scarier it. than the smell. You could light a candle. You could open a window, put a fan in a window. Like, you can do something with a smell, hopefully, yeah, but, if you're lucky. But not so much with somebody screaming when they get their heroin taken away from them. You don't know it's heroin. I'm we do you. know it's a drug of some sort. But we had a situation the other night where... The people who live above us, and I'm going to lower my voice ever so slightly. You can say it out loud. It doesn't matter. They're like, on heroin. They don't they, know. You don't know that they're all on right, heroin. All right. All allegedly. Right. But she was screaming like like they had a hell of a screaming match. And these are people who wear like, like they have to wear brick shoes because they make more noise than I have ever heard a human being make. And they have a three-legged dog. And it. Yeah, they do, and like you would not, you cannot imagine how much noise a three-legged dog makes. A lot. A lot of noise. Like you think, like if you have, if you are a four-legged animal and you're missing one leg, you think that you would just lay down and just stay Mm-mm. down because you kind of have an advantage of like being waited on because you are missing a limb. But if your owners are heroin addicts or some kind of drug. All right, so but like, but the thing is, is like, don't picture like you know a Sid Vicious or something. Like, these people are old. Like, they're old. Right, people. it's not glamour drugs, and that's what you know. That's the difference. Like in the country, you would never hear that. In the country, you you know you might get the smells, barbecue stuff like that. Mm-mm. And in Long Island, you might get some of the sounds of you know like parties and stuff like that, which we also get a lot of parties. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's the sounds in the city that has amplified more than anywhere. And I think that's what kind of drives people crazy because it never stops. No, and you can and you can smell someone's food and it affects you in a in a way where you're not flipping out. It it's was a long a one tonight. Yeah, it, it it got a little off the rails, but shark shows, suburbania, urban suburbia. Urban suburbia. <laughs> We did it all. We did do it all, man. So thank you, everybody, for listening and checking out the website and all of the social media. Which is highregardshow.com. Yep. And so we appreciate that. And there will always be links in our profiles for all of our sites. And hopefully we see you guys around. (laughs) Or just let you hear us around. Thanks for listening, everybody. Highregardshow.com. Find us on all social media. High Regard Show. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Stay.